What's up, guys? We're back for another episode of the Big Cat Chat Podcast, and this time, instead of it just Sean and I starting, we're doing the whole episode with our guest, because it's not as long as an episode we're not making up for a week. Uh, we're here with Eric Dunn. How you doing, Eric? Doing good, man. I'm doing good. A little sad after that L, but, you know, week two is right around the corner. It's a good week, too, because uh, we play somebody at home. Yeah, we uh, we know how this team plays when they come with Duval, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, so we're happy to have you on the podcast. Thank you for coming on, but we're going to go ahead and start, not with the NFL, but we're going to start with college football. So uh, you're a Penn State fan, correct? That's true. That's true. How's, how's it been so far for you this season? The first game was a little rough. You know, I don't know if you saw the Penn State-Purdue game. I did. That was I, thought, awesome. I thought Purdue was going to win. Yeah, so did I. It was on the Thursday night, which is weird. You know, college football usually not that early. So I was happy that my team actually got to play a little earlier. So I was nervous come the fourth quarter because our quarterback, Sean Clifford, wasn't playing great all second half. And then all of a sudden, when we need a game-winning drive, he comes out and plays like Aaron Rodgers in crunch time. So... That frustrated me, but overall, I was happy with the result, obviously. And then this past weekend, we played Ohio University. We whooped on them, um, and now we got Auburn coming up. Those two wins jumped us into the top 25, so we're 22 right now. But we got we got a home away series with Auburn, so I think this is the second year of that. Um, so we got Auburn in Auburn on Saturday on 3.30 Eastern, so... Um, that'll be a great win on our resume. I think Auburn's 2-0, so we'll see what happens there. I'm nervous, yeah. though. Hope you guys lose. That's that's the first ever uh, Big Ten opponent to play in Auburn Stadium. Is it really? Yep, no Big Ten team. Not Michigan, Sean. Not Penn State until this week. So I saw that yesterday, and I was like, oh, that's actually surprising. But um, oh, I don't Sean know if I huh? Do what? Sean's a Michigan fan. Yep. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> JJ and, McCarthy. Uh, JJ McCarthy's the future. I don't know if I want to talk about last week uh, for my team. Uh, you know, why not? Because what happened? Uh, Let me guess. Gators. Yeah. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know if I want to talk about that. <laughs> did Will Levis clap those cheeks? I mean, mm. did I mean Will Levis was a part of it, but uh, I think I was. Anthony Richardson couldn't hit the broadside of a barn. He's, yeah, he sold the bag. Him and Billy Napier. But, hey, we're still in the top 25. We're still higher than Penn State. For now. You're in the SEC, so the losses are inevitable. That's true. <laughs> we do play, ten <laughs> we play Tennessee not this week, next week. We play, we play South Florida this week. So hmm. Michigan plays UConn, so we're a 47-and-a-half <laughs> point favorite. Hey, hey, don't sleep, though, because uh, – Texas A&M lost to App State and Notre Dame lost to uh, I don't want to hear about Marshall. App State. We're not, we're not going there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what happened? Hey, oh, yeah. You're not Michigan and Michigan and 07. 07. You're not alone now. Chad Henney, Jaguars legend. Yes, sir. Also a Chiefs legend. Yeah, that's true. True. Yeah. Didn't he, wasn't he the one who, yeah, he played in like the second half versus the Browns. Ended their hopes and dreams. In the playoffs, yeah. yeah. He was playing decent. As decent yeah. as a Chad Henney can play. Exactly. 
yeah, college was uh, rough for me this week. Good for y'all the past week. But, you know, we got South, like I said, we got South Florida. We're going to drop 70 on their head. So we're all good. Mm, maybe. Maybe. I mean, we, <laughs> Emory Jones almost threw an interception against them last year. That was actually embarrassing. But um, actually, he did throw one. But anyways, let's go ahead and talk about week one of the NFL now. Uh, before we talk about the Jaguars, let's just talk about anything else. Uh, what surprised you guys most uh, week one? Um. The Steelers, their, their defense – I mean, I knew their defense was good, but I didn't know it was that good. I think they had, like, seven sacks in that game. It's pretty crazy. They had, like, four picks, too. Yeah, they, they played out of their minds. I did not think they were going to win that game. I think all the upsets is what surprised me the most because all the time people are like, it's the NFL, anything can happen, and I never believe it because I'm like, okay – NFL is predictable. This team's going to beat this team. This team's going to beat this team. And I was checking the scores on my phone while I was at the Commanders game. I was like, 49ers losing to the Bears? Giants losing to the Titans? What's going on week one? So I think... You mean, tight, that, you mean Titans losing to the Giants? Yeah, yeah, Titans losing to the Giants. So I was like, what's, what's with all these upsets week one? I mean, it made for a very... I was happy about it because just like week one in college football, which was very chaotic... And this past weekend was chaotic with all the top 25 losses, all these upsets in the, in the tie week one. That's a great way to start off the NFL season for any regular fan. Because for us Jags fans, hey, nobody has a win in the division yet. So nope. uh, it's a terrible division to start off. And the Seahawks lead the NFC West. So I love, I love it. I'm all for chaos. <laughs> yeah, I mean – they're not using my Gators. The Houston has Damian Pierce, and they gave Rex Burkhead 12 carries. Like, come on. Then the Giants, <laughs> they won. They won, but they used Kadarius Tony like twice, which I don't understand that because every time they gave him the ball, he was playing very well. They just refused to give him the ball for some odd reason. Yeah. But, hey, the Giants won, so Titans. Been like that for the last couple of seasons, right? They're not using Tony? Did they not yeah, know how to year. use him? Well, he was kind of hurt, was honey. Year. He was hurt yeah, last he, year a little bit. He was hurt a lot last year, but even at the beginning of the year when he wasn't hurt, they weren't using him. And then as soon as they did against the Cowboys, yeah, I think it was the – no, was it the Cowboys where he had like almost 200 yards? I think it was. I yeah, couldn't tell you. Trayvon Diggs. But Not sure. I don't know why they refuse to use Tony uh, if they don't – if they, I mean, just send him to somebody who will use him. That's all I ask. Well, I'll tell you another thing that shocked me was the Cowboys' performance. Oh, uh, yeah. Everybody Everybody was hyping up the Bucks Cowboys game, and that ended up being like a snoozer for. Yeah. Dak Prescott has like no, he has no weapons right now. I mean, he has CD and nobody else. Everybody else is like either hurt or trash. Yeah. I mean, like, Ezekiel Elliott isn't what he used to be anymore. And I just don't know. I think Cowboys, I said on, on our show, I was like, I think Cowboys might have a top 10 pick this, this upcoming draft. Ooh. Especially with the Dak Prescott injury now. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they drafted Jalen Tolbert, who was a guy that many people screamed at the Jags for not taking. I thought he was going to be good, but then as training camp proceeded, he wasn't even active. He was a healthy scratch. So yeah, they, that's really, crazy. they really have nobody. And obviously Dak is hurting. I mean, that them not having anybody did win me a little bit of money because I bet the under on Dak Prescott's um, passing yards, but how about how about all these failed revenge games? Baker Mayfield with the Browns and Russell Wilson with the Seahawks. 
What what happened week one? What is Carson oh. Wentz with the commander? Oh wait, never mind. Oh crap. <laughs> <laughs> Carson Wentz got his. <laughs> but yeah, I, mean, I thought I thought the I thought Baker Mayfield and the Panthers were gonna were gonna beat the the Browns, and they honestly they probably should have. Yeah, they got screwed. They got screwed. Bit. Yeah. So. But. All right, I guess that's a good way to uh, talk about the Jaguars. Um, I pre- everybody, really almost, almost everybody was predicting them to win, and just like last year, they didn't. They uh, should have won. Let's yeah. just, just be real. Eric, yeah. you were at the game, right? Yeah, I was at the game, unfortunately. Right, you, you take it away, what it was like at the game. Um, so FedEx Field, not a terrible stadium. Like I've been to a lot of stadiums, and that one's not that bad. I mean, it has a bad rap for all the sewage and the rail falling and all of that. <laughs> visually, like walking through the concourse, it's not horrible, but the seats are kind of uh, close together. So like if it's packed and you're sitting next to people, I'm a big guy. So it's like sitting on an airplane, kind of like the Jag Stadium. If you're sitting in a row with a bunch of people and there's no seats in between you, your knees are going to be touching. That's what I don't like about most stadiums. They need like more space. Um, but normally I'm standing during the game. And a lot of Commanders fans stood during the entirety of the game, which I love. I love when a fan base does that. I hate when I go to a stadium and I'm standing and I get told to sit down. I, right. No, I, why do I want to sit down? This is NFL football. You're supposed to stand. The only time you're supposed to sit is like during commercial breaks when your legs are tired. But, <clears throat> excuse me, the energy in the stadium was, <clears throat> it was great. It was like a week one. It was like any week one team. You could tell they had a loyal fan base there. It's pretty packed. Um, a lot of Jags fans as well. They traveled well. I think there's a, a Jags fan group that lives in Virginia, and they hosted a tailgate, so a lot of them were there as well. So when the Jags ended up making plays in the second half, uh, the chance you could hear them. You know, you could hear the Jags fans in the building. But it was an electric atmosphere. You wouldn't have thought that probably preseason Jags commanders, but – it was it was a great spot to be in, but it would have been better had we pulled out the win. But it is what it is. But there's a lot of great things you could take away from the team that we saw on Sunday because the team that we saw on Sunday is not like any team we've seen in the past few years with the Jags. Like if you see us go down 14-3 in the first half, you're usually like, we're not a second half team. There's no chance of us coming back. And that's how I felt because we have that feeling left over from all the past seasons. But the fact that the Jags came back after that pitiful first half performance and they actually took an eight point lead in the second half gave me hope for, you know, how much they're going to compete during this season. It's a new energy with the Jags. So I was happy about that, but it was so frustrating that we couldn't pull out that win. That secondary, just giving up all of those long touchdown plays to Carson Wentz and all three of his receivers eating on us. Jahan Dotson, two touchdowns. Terry McLaurin wasn't even a factor, but he had that one touchdown catch. It was like his second reception, and it it was it put him uh, way above us and with momentum. So um, just a lot of things to clean up. We had a ton of penalties that were frustrating. So uh, drops as well. So I think as the season goes on, they look at the tape, they can clean those up, and we'll be competing with all the teams that we have on our schedule. All right, to touch on a couple points that you had. Um... Yeah, I agree. When we were down 14-3, to three, I was like, oh, here we go. It's going to be a boat race because then they got the ball back to the second half. I was like, if they score here, it's, it's, it's there's just no chance. 
but uh, to see them rally back and come back was a good sign because it's some, not something you typically see from the Jaguars in years past. Mm -hmm. And then in reference to giving up all those long touchdowns, that what's especially disheartening about that to me is how much we've invested in the secondary. We paid Chad Griffin a lot of money. You paid Rayshon Jenkins a lot of money. You paid Darius Williams a lot of money. You spent decent draft pick on Tyson Campbell, decent draft pick on Andre Cisco. You would expect that unit to perform better than what they showed on uh, Sunday. But Tyson Campbell, I gave him a pass on his just because I feel like he was trying not to get penalized and he just failed to get his arms in the way. Like It's almost like he didn't try. But he pulled off. But it was almost like they let him score. You know, when I first saw that, I was like, did they just let them score so that we could have enough time to, to go down ourselves and mm. get our get our own touchdown and, and walk out with the win? But the Shaq Griffin one, I've heard multiple takes on that one. I heard that they were playing probably playing cover two and that Cisco didn't get over fast enough. So I don't know whose responsibility that was, but that was just that was just bad to, for me. Just for how much we've invested in the secondary, you'd expect them to perform better than what they did Sunday. I mean, on the bright side, Trayvon Walker looked like the first overall pick. He had a sack, which was really good bend, because that was one of the things people said about Trayvon is that he really couldn't bend around the edge, but right. he bent around the edge there. And then that interception wasn't even a bad throw by um, Carson Wentz. It was just a long arm, <coughs> freakish read play. So it was really good Trayvon, to see that at him. Was lurking. He was lurking on that play. Yeah. Uh, Eric, isn't your dad a Commanders fan? Yes, he is. I gifted him tickets to this game for, so I gave him a Father's Day gift, which was um, tickets and a flight to Washington. And then for his birthday, I gave him merch to wear for the game. So his birthday is a month after Father's Day, so it worked out. So okay. he got his W. I'm happy for him, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, game with me. You know about uh, it? Uh, not really. I don't think so. I think he just enjoyed like being you know, in the stadium with me and like uh, seeing, I don't think he's ever been in that stadium, but uh, he, we had club seats. So he was, you know, talking about the Joe kid, Joe Gibbs club section and how much it was um, an amazing experience. So he enjoyed himself. Um, so I'm happy I did that for him, but um, I still gave him shit. Cause I was like, <laughs> team ain't nothing. That, that one came back to bite you. Yeah. I was um, going to go to that game, but I ended up, not because my wife ended up giving birth like a week and a half before the game. So I was like, eh, it's probably not a good idea. <laughs> I, live, I, I live in, I oh, appreciate it. I live in Virginia, so it's not that far of a drive for me. Right. Yeah, I mean, other than the things you guys said, the offensive line was probably the worst thing from that game because yeah. Cam Robinson, uh, Jawan Taylor played probably the best on that entire offensive line, and at least in pass protection. Which is sad. Uh, Cam Robinson did not play up to what he's being paid. He didn't play up to being paid at all, I should say. Uh, Fortner got ran over a bunch. It's uh, a, a tough task, though, man. Like, yeah. I get that it, it was really bad and it shouldn't have been that bad, but that D-line is, is, is serious. And they didn't even have Chase Young. They're still, they're still a pretty, I would say, a top five defensive line in football easily. Yeah, I didn't know much about the commander's roster coming into this game outside of Wentz and the three receivers and um, Gibson, but you know, as the game was coming up, I learned that they did have a bunch of first round picks on their D line. So I got um, some dogs. I can't blame Luke Fortner too much. I expected him to get ran over a bunch this season because he's a rookie. Um, he's not 
used to what's coming at him this season. Um, but yeah, the, the offensive line performance was disheartening, uh, to say the least. Um, but at the same time, Trevor, with time, missed some throws. Yes, I thought the one where he had nobody in his face on the wheel route to ETN that he overshot. I do not know why he decided to place the ball there. It seems like ball placement has been an issue for him dating back to last season, but it's still prevalent in the first game. Like the throw to Kirk, I know was a big completion, but had he led that a little bit more inside, he probably walks into the end zone because there was nobody on that side of the field. Right. Ball placement, he needs to work on that, but I still – still seems like we're one of the rare fans that still believes in Trevor if you go on Twitter because Twitter has labeled him a bust already. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, if people, if people just look around the league, there was like – you could count on one hand – how many quarterbacks actually played good this past week because Joe Burrow threw four interceptions, had like a fumble or two. Uh, I mean, because the only quarterbacks that I can think of that actually played well, Josh Allen played really well, really well. Justin Herbert, Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes, Kirk Cousins yeah. was solid. Did, outside of that, who was genuinely good? I don't think Jalen Hurts was bad. He wasn't bad, but I, he also they put up they put up thirty eight points, but they did play the Lions. Their run game was also going crazy. Yeah, so I, mean, I don't know. Yeah, it seemed like it was down across the league, but I mean, it, two of those quarterbacks you mentioned threw to like one guy the whole time too. So exactly true. That's that's their number one receiver getting open and making it easy for him. Kirk, I, I, mean, I would I will say Kirk did that on Sunday. He was open a lot. It's just that either Trevor just didn't look that way, or he just missed. Which is frustrating because this is your guy from college. You guys should be on the same page. What happened between Clemson and the NFL where you can't make that throw now? Like, what happened? The ETN throw? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, it's, he placed it to the to the back right end zone. I don't yeah. know why, because, like, ETN was not even anywhere close to that when he threw that ball. Like, I know he's no. fast, but he ain't – it's not like he's Randy Moss speed. It's like yeah. – I think that's probably half of it. He 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 remembers the speed ETN had, but forgets about the injury, so he probably lost some of it. But he let it way too much. It was like where ETN was like tripping over himself trying to get to the ball because it was so far ahead of him. Yeah, yeah. The passing game between those two was so weird because, like I said, like or like you guys said, Trevor just missed him on that one. But then when Trevor does hit him on a walk-in touchdown on fourth down, ETN drops it. Not so the easiest like, catch. Could have been a better throw, but it's still something that a pro player should catch. Yeah, I mean, it hit him in. It was it was like really play. high, but it was like a high throw, you know. Yeah. They need to be that high. He could have just put it on him. <laughs> but I mean, like I said, placement placement yeah. is key, and he's his placement is all over the place. It seems. I mean, yeah. at least at least the running backs were good because uh, Etn on the ground, I should preface, averaged like eleven yards per carry, like eleven point six. Then James Robinson averaged like six and a half. Like, I think we just need to run the ball more. This I hope we week. feed them this week. Yeah, the run game was very promising. I think that's my favorite takeaway from this game. Um, like, seeing us convert first and second downs with the run game, I was like, let's go, baby. Um, but, like, we're still not converting thirds. But if we can convert first and seconds, and forget about third, but it's still right. like, three for 12 on third down. And that's something that I didn't want to see this year. It's like, we need first down. We need to move the ball. However, because we did have several chunk plays more than we're used to, we were in the red zone a lot. We're in the red zone like five times, but we couldn't capitalize on any of them. So that's why I'm saying, like, you watch this game, there's so many positives to take away from us, like, compared to the team that we watched last year. We just have to fix it up a little bit, 
and we were going to be winning some games. Definitely more than three this year. Yeah, between the 20s, they seemed unstoppable. It just seemed to when they get to the red zone, it's like they forgot how to play football. Yeah, they just kept yeah. beating themselves. And then missing really kicks. I'm tired of missing kicks. Oh, my. Yeah, it was like a 30-something yarder, too. Just, just pathetic. Like, we should have had at least 24 points in the first half. Yeah, I mean, it, it was, I was, I was, I had no energy too because I was trying to watch it, but I'm in Gainesville, so I do have the game locally. But my roommate who has YouTube TV, his YouTube TV is located in Texas, so the game is not local there. Mm. So, and I have um, NFL ticket, but you can't watch local games on NFL ticket because they're blacked out. Right. So, so the game was local to you? You know, if you go on Amazon and get one of them little, uh, antenna things you can stick on your wall you can get local channels all right i might have to do that because i was like struggling to find a stream that could work so i could watch the game and then have red zone on at the same time so then when i was like finally seeing bits and pieces i was just like oh my gosh here we go again <laughs> but hey james robinson looks he looked like an all pro coming off the acl for a little bit there yeah on that running touchdown he actually was scooting he looked like he was actually fast on that play but you know that's not his game at all but like I was like when he got that touchdown run I was like how the hell did he get in the end zone I, I thought there was no way <laughs> he always has really good burst yep he was like a pinball in that run yep. he had <laughs> like Maurice but Jones like, drew 2.0 yeah but I liked how he made that touchdown catch it was kind of like yep. the same same play where ETN had so I was like yeah show the rookie how to catch so he can get right. some confidence I thought ETN was a receiver <laughs> i'm glad that plan died because he ain't got the hands for it yet all right so now uh Ooh. do you guys both do you guys both have uh, any bets this week yeah i got a few placed let's see here because i have some too so i got some fan duel I... I got some fan duel I bit, i'm bidding on a i got a weekly special for the lions Commanders game. I need DeAndre Swift and Antonio Gibson to both have a hundred plus scrimmage yards. And then uh, I got a three leg parlay where I'm just picking winners. I'm picking the Jags this week. Spoiler alert for later on. Uh, I'm picking the Cleveland Browns against the Jets, and I'm picking the Saints against the Bucks to win. Also, my little three leg parlay I got going. Yeah, Saints I, I pretty good against the Bucks, right? Yeah, every year they beat them. <laughs> every year, and now I bet on it. They're gonna lose. <laughs> Facts. I, yeah, I, I'm using prize picks. Um, hey. I have, yeah, yeah, you uh, Dunn and Drew is actually where I heard of prize picks from, but but yeah, I have yeah. two uh, parlays going. I have Austin Eckler, which is tomorrow, uh, actually, well, today, as this is getting posted, but I need him to get at least 13 rushing attempts. Um, Christian Kirk over 59 and a half receiving yards. Easy. And Zay and Zay Jones over 47 and a half. Easy. That one will give me a hundred dollar payout. Then my other one is a five-leg parlay. Trevor Lawrence over 239 and a half. This one's gonna anger Sean. Uh David Montgomery under 50 and a half. Cooper Cup over a hundred and a half. Zay Jones, and I, I I did the over on Zay Jones and Christian Kirk in this one as well. I'm surprised you're taking the over on Trevor. Is it because you think we're going to be down and going to have to throw? Because we're just talking I mean, about how to throw the ball. 
he did throw for 270 last week. Yeah, he threw for 275 <laughs> last week, and I feel like he missed a bunch. Yeah. Yeah, well, he did have to because we were down all game. Well, fair. Maybe. What what is it? What did Doug say today? You you throw to score points. You run the you run the ball to win. True. I mean, Doug did. Doug also said he didn't particularly regret the usage of the running backs. So yeah. Well, guess we're throwing all game. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't want to see Trevor throw the ball 40 plus times each game. That's not good. That's not a recipe for success for this team, I don't think. Don't Joe Flacco him and make him throw 60 times. I'm saying we're not, that's not how this team is built, but it seems like the old line is run blocking very well and pass blocking very bad. So I, I would pound the rock, but that's just me. What do I know? I'm on YouTube. Yeah, I haven't placed any bets yet. So I'm doing that tomorrow. So I have to. I was going to do the Trevor one, but now I'm going to stay away because I don't know what we're going to do in our game plan. <laughs> the Eckler one, I do like the Eckler one. Um, 13 rush attempts, I feel like that's, that's easy. easy. <laughs> yeah, it's weird because I, I saw, I was like, it's so low. I had to look into it, and he had he had 14 this past week. And they gave, <laughs> it's because they, they split the ball. They gave Josh Kelly carries. I think they gave Spiller carries. They gave so many different guys carries. I was like, why don't you just give Eckler the ball? He's, in my opinion, easily your best running back. Like, let me take a look. Uh, we... I think, I think prize picks. Do you think prize picks sets their over-unders by last week's performance? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't I don't know. Looking at every time Josiah sits me, his prize picks picks, always, I'm always looking at it like, damn, those seem like really easy. I'm about, every, to, start playing, I'm about to start playing those. Every time I'm <laughs> I'm like, that looks pretty easy. Like yeah, that's have, what I'm saying. It feels have, so easy. I have like Eckler 0.5 touchdowns. I'm like, that's, yeah. a, that's a gimme. Yeah, Eckler last week had 14 rushes for 36 yards, a 2.6 average, while Joshua Kelly had four for 21. Sony Michelle had seven for 12. Josh Palmer had one carry. Z Horvath, I have no idea who that is, had one carry. And Herbert had four carries. So one, Bro, two, three, six different crazy. guys carried the ball. Jesus. Why are you running Sonny Michelle? I, why are you running Josh Kelly? I mean, Josh Kelly might be like a power guy, but I guess. But Sonny Michelle, why are you running him? Yeah, Sonny Michelle averaged 1.7 yards per carry. In all those rushes, and Sonny Michelle still hit the over. So, right? Yeah. Or so I, I feel like that's yeah. free money almost, but we'll see. Yeah, I'll take a look at him tomorrow or tonight. All right. Now it is. The fun part, uh, predictions. So around, uh, I'll go ahead and update because around here we keep track of both of ours a race, but we also keep track of our guests' predictions. So after last week, when we had, um, I'm blanking, blanking. Think about it. Who was it? Come on. I'm blanking. Come on, man. James Johnson. James. Yes, I knew it started with a J. I was like, <laughs> it's. I was right there. But we had James Johnson on. He went eight for eight. On his picks, Sean went six for ten or six and ten, not six for ten, but six and ten. And I went nine and seven. So I have the early lead. Let's see if Eric can recover this for uh, the, the guests. guests. All right. So we're going to go ahead and start. Let me go. I have the right up here. You say, so, you, you say what, Eric? I couldn't hear you. And last week was a tough week, though. So, yeah. Nine and all, six yeah. all the upsets got me. That's why I was six and ten. Yeah. I feel like this week is tough, too, though, because I feel like so many games could go either way. But, I got to remember my, my bet picks so I can make sure I say the right names. <laughs> so we're starting Thursday night football, Los Angeles Chargers at Chiefs. I'm taking the Chiefs, especially because Keenan Allen isn't going to play. 
Yeah. So. Hey, give me the Chiefs. Give me the Chiefs. Take the Chiefs. All right. Clean sweep for Chiefs. Uh, Patriots at Steelers. Give me the Steelers. Steelers. Steelers as well. Even though they don't have TJ Watt, their defense is still crazy good. I yeah, think I, Matt is hurt as well. Matt or Mac Jones. Oh yeah, he said he had like back spasms. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Steelers D might re-aggravate them. Perhaps. True. Uh, Panthers at Giants. Give me the Giants. Um, give me Carolina. Giants are favored by two. And they're at home. And this one's this was a that, that really means the Panthers are winning by a point. Do I trust Baker and Christian McCaffrey? I do. Give me the Panthers. All right. So I have the one-off pick there. Uh, Jets at Browns. I'm gonna go with the Browns just because yep. the Jets stink. But I got yeah, uh, I got the Browns. I'm, I'm picking Joe Flacco. Yeah, I mean, is Joe Flacco starting or are they gonna? I don't I mean, think Josh Wilson's. I mean, that's Josh Wilson. Josh Wilson. Zach, Zach Wilson is ready yet. No. Yeah, that's true. Uh, we'll skip over Colts Jags and talk about that last. Dolphins at Ravens. I'm gonna go Dolphins. I'm going Dolphins just because the Ravens just lost two of their starters to injury for the season. They are. Uh, they lost their right tackle and a corner. I'm not going to make any ground if I pick the same teams as y'all. Give me the Ravens. There you go. All right, Ravens. I mean, that's that's one of those games that could go either way. Yep. All right, I think this one's going to be clean sweep. Bucks, Saints. I'm going Saints. I know Sean's going Saints because he bet that. Saints. Bucks are favored here. I don't understand that. I don't understand how they're favored after losing like six straight. They're They're like completely banged up. The Saints, they looked – good after they got down by the Falcons last week, but they're a good team. I'm taking Saints. Michael Thomas is back. Yes, he is. Next game, Commanders at Lions. I'll let Sean start with this one. Uh, as much as I want to pick this, it's at, it's at Detroit, right? Yep. No, give me the Lions, man. That stadium's going to be loud and packed to the brim supporting that team. Give me the Lions. All right, Eric. Commanders. Yeah, I'm going to go Commanders as well. So, I mean, I like Detroit more than last year, but it's just, just so weird. I just think Commanders have more weapons and a better defense for sure. I don't know, man. Uh, Detroit's offense is, like, crazy stacked. I mean – Besides Jared Lions, Goff. The Lions just feel like – the same thing last year with Dan Campbell. They get down so bad, and then they fight back just – they, they're just too far behind to fully make the comeback. I feel like that's what happens every week for them. So I'm like, Yeah, but they played Philly, who was a really good team, and only lost by three yeah. at the end of the day. <coughs> that's fair. Uh, Seahawks at 49ers. Give me the 49ers. God. Give me Seattle. Where is it? Uh, Seahawks at 49ers. Mm, give me Niners. Trey Lance yeah. is a bum. Geno Smith is him. That's Geno Smith, I feel like Geno always, whenever he plays, he always has at least one good game, which, I mean, obviously, good game, it doesn't mean as good as his game was last night, but. Right, right, right. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think the whole Monday night football thing was because Pete Carroll lit a fire in them, like, 
we didn't hear it, but I feel like that's what got them that energy. Because <laughs> Russ played so bad. That's not what I was expecting. I know Sean was expecting that because he's not on the Russ train. It was like us. Yeah, I, I hate Russell Wilson. I think Russell Wilson is a bum. I don't think he's as good as he was when he was good. I don't think he was ever as good as people made him out to be. Hmm. I think his defense carried and sort of the running game back in the day. Fair enough. But throws to Tyler Not Lockett. That, yeah, I don't think he's a. I don't think he's a really. I don't think he was a bum back then. I just don't think he's as good as people claim he is. People think he's really, really good. I think he's just. Oh, he's like above average. Their favorite Forty ers are favored by like nine and a half. It's kind of nine and a half. The Niners are they like they just they look like shit against the Bears. It was a storm. <laughs> I don't care about the storm. It was the Bears. Fair. <laughs> All right. right. Falcons at Rams. Give me the Rams. The Rams also look like (laughs) doo-doo. They played against the Bills, who are my Super Bowl people. I know. Give me the Rams. Give me the Rams. Rams. I mean, if you lose to the Falcons, then holy crap. Right. Then you're probably panicking. All right. Cardinals at Raiders. Give me the Raiders. Raiders. Cardinals, Cardinals. Let me let me look at their uh, game last week real quick. I know they played the Chiefs. Wasn't good. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you want to look at that game. <laughs> Let's see. All their weapons are hurt. Damn, they don't have – their receiving core is kind of like bleak. Yeah, because Hopkins is hurt. I think Rondale Moore is hurt. They have Hollywood Brown, who's Hollywood Brown. Yeah, he's touchdown. So did Zach Ertz. Mm. Yeah, do they still have A.J. Green? Yeah, I still have He's old as hell. Me, the Cardinals here. Ooh, he's trying to get that guess, those guests back on track. To upset the Raiders. All right. The Raiders looking fraudulent to start the season? They are. No. Stop it. Texas All Carr has is Adams. What is the box? He's got Darren Waller. Where he at? He's got Hunter Renfro. He's just got a new contract. <laughs> Yeah, he was celebrating. Let's see on the field on Sunday. All right. Texans at Broncos. The Texans. I picked the Texans to win last week, and they had it, and they choked it away to a tie. I was I was like, no. Uh, Yeah. It's, it's in Denver, right? Yeah, it's in Denver. Yeah, I'm going to go Broncos. Yeah, me too. So am I. Yeah, I mean, I could – because I feel like the Den- Denver beat themselves as well. Like two goal line fumbles from both of their running backs. Okay. Yeah. Eagles at Cowboys. Oh, you said Broncos what? Favored by ten. Favored by sheesh. It's at Malai. Yeah. Bengals at Cowboys. Give me the Bengals. This game has the potential to be a stinker. I would not have thought that going into the season. But give me the Bengals just because I don't think Dak Prescott's playing. Right? He's he's out for a couple weeks. Yeah, he's out for a couple weeks. Bengals for sure. That's an easy one. I think that's the lock of the week. Probably, yeah. Uh, just because of the Dak situation. They have such a predictable offense. They refuse to do anything unpredictable. What drop back throw to Justin Jefferson? <laughs> I mean Jamar Chase, sorry. I always get the LSU no, what guys. I'm saying is like whenever they're under center, they run it almost every single time. Yeah, so do we. It... <laughs> <laughs> so do we last week. <laughs> no, I know, but I'm saying it's like the Steelers realized that and they bullied them for it. But Bears at Packers, I refuse 
to believe Aaron Rodgers is losing at home to the Bears. Yeah, I'm going Packers. I think the Bears got lucky last week, though the weather was so crap. Yeah, I think Packers are going to annihilate the Bears. And Aaron Rodgers, if he has to do it himself, he's going. Christian Christian Watson looked rough. He had one play where it was, it was going to be a for-sure touchdown. It was literally a perfect throw. I was never on that hype train. You know it. Right. I remember you were on the Alec Pierce. Everyone was like, oh, he's six four, two, whatever, runs a four three. Oh, Jaguar should draft this guy in the first round. I liked him no, until I, re- can until he I catch, realized though? his catch percent. Can his he catch? Can he run routes? Crazy. No, he can't do either of those two things. Where do you go to school? Uh North Dakota North State. North Dakota State. Oh. I never heard of him. Until the <laughs> drop. Yeah, he's a he's a fraud. <laughs> All right, we got two Monday night games this week. I just realized that. Um, first up, Titans at Bills. The Titans Bills. actually kind of give the Bills a run for their money frequently, but I'm still going to go with the Bills because they're my Bills. Super Bowl team. Yeah, Bills. Bills are going to go 17-0. Just kidding. Facts. They're gonna have they to might. <laughs> they're my Super Bowl pick, so I'm rooting for it. Get Kyrie I mean, on that ring. You, you made Jalen Ramsey look human. And destroyed the Super Bowl champs by 21 points. I don't see the Bills having trouble against anybody. Nope. Rams have one of the best defenses in the league, supposedly. So, Bills are going to have this is Bills' year to win it. If they don't win it this year, I don't know when they're going to win it. Yeah, I mean, I saw a stat that Jalen Ramsey in like his past like three games has given up like six touchdowns. My goodness gracious, it's cooked. They're going to have to beat Mahomes because that's probably their biggest hump. The final game of the week is Vikings at Eagles. This one could go either way, but I'm going to go because when Sean and I last week did our season, our predictions in like five minutes, I was picking the Eagles left and right. So I'm going to go with the Eagles. Vikings. I have both of these teams easily making the playoffs. So I think this is going to be a great game, but I'm taking the Eagles. Hey. Let's go. You want to send a new invite? Oh, yeah. Probably should do that. Uh, see you guys in a second. Penis. We're back. So let's keep this rolling. Predictions are over now. Quick Jags um, notes. Actually, predictions aren't completely over. We do have the Jags in a second. But the Jags have signed veteran defensive tackle Corey Peters and offensive lineman James Murray, not from Impractical Jokers, to their practice squad. Does this move the needle at all? Um, I think Corey Peters is, is interesting purely for the fact that I think they signed him because our run defense was kind of ass on Sunday. So they probably signed him. He's another big body guy that you can throw in the middle to relieve Adokasi or somebody like that. I mean, it'll move the needle once they move out of the practice squad to the team. Right. I don't, usually, I don't even usually care about any practice squad roster moves. Yeah. It's pretty much irrelevant, but it happens. I only care a little bit now because they're able to elevate and then, you know, for a certain amount of games and then put back down. So it's interesting to see who they who they have on there who could possibly be elevated in case of injury throughout the week or someone underperforming or something like that. And one thing, they didn't even play Arden Key last week. They, they didn't. I saw him play. I saw, a, I saw him play a tiny bit. I saw him but, on the side when I saw him in the game. Damn. Yeah, that was well, to, to be fair, we weren't in a lot of third and longs against them. So true. 
All right, now <coughs> time to uh, predict the Jags Colts week two. So around here, uh, we predict the score and we do three player predictions. We predict Trevor Lawrence every week. Then you predict one of the running backs, your choice. And then your third player fiction is whoever you want it to be. It could be defense, offense. It could be a third string who does nothing for if that's what you choose. But uh, so we're going to start with our trip. We're actually we're all going to start with our just picks. So I'll go last. Sean, you can start. Um, Jaguars. I'm going to go 27-21 Jags. So that's my score. Are we going to do our players afterwards? Okay, so Eric, you can go ahead. Oh, man. Matt Ryan, Jonathan Taylor. You got nobody to throw to, really. Tied with the Texans. So Alec we should Pierce have. Pierce is in concussion protocol. Who is? Alec Pierce, their wide receiver, too. Mm. I was going to pick the Jags even before that information, but I think we come out here and we score a lot. I'm going to say 30 to 27, Jags. Woo. Okay. Nail biter. Of course, they have to do it to us. Uh, DeForest <laughs> Buckner also did not practice today. It's only Wednesday, but still noteworthy because if DeBuckner does not play, DeForest Buckner, not DeBuckner. Who said DeBuckner? If, <laughs> if DeBuckner don't play, the Colts don't win. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go Jags um, 20. Or I'm going to go Jags 31, Colts 27. So really close, really close to his score. Yeah, you know it happens. I, can't, I, I won't. I will never predict us to score thirty until I see us do it in real life. <laughs> that is, that is very valid. We should have last game. That's why I did it. I was like, yeah, we should. Yeah, we should have scored forty-one last week. We're fixing everything and we're scoring thirty. Yes, sir. That is. I'm, I'm here for it. The way we roll. All right, now let's all do our Trevor Lawrence stat line predictions. Eric, you're up first this time. I'm going to go. Do we need the, the attempts and completions? Yes. Okay. Um, I'm going to say 28 for. No, he's not getting 28 completions. <laughs> 21 for 40. Not all. I don't like that. I've never predicted. Pass completions in. Y'all throw me off you. Here. I, you want me to go? You want, you want me to go first? Yards first. I think he's gonna have. <laughs> I think your over was like two. It was like no, it was like two thirty-five. Oh, yeah, I think he's gonna have like two fifty plus. I think he's gonna throw for a two. I think we have a lot of rush touchdowns. Hopefully, a defensive one. Um, so two sixty-seven, two touchdowns. One pick, and he gets 25 completions on 42 throws. Okay. All right, Sean, you're up. Uh, I got him going 27 of 42 for 265 and two touchdowns, one interception. All right, I'm going to go 23 of 35 for – 
259 yards, two touchdowns, one rushing touchdown, Ooh. and one interception. Okay. Get that get that read 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 play in the red zone. No, no QB sneak QB sneak touchdown. Yes. Yeah, that'll work. <laughs> we'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now we're predicting one of the running backs. You could pick you could pick ETN or James Robinson. It's your choice. Uh Sean, you go first. All right. I'm gonna take James Robinson. I'm gonna have him getting 15 carries for 80 yards and one touchdown. It's also gonna have four catches for 27 yards. No touchdowns? Or did you say touchdowns? Touchdowns. He has one running. Oh, okay. All right, Eric? We'll go ETN, see how he rebounds from last week. I think he's going to get um, – I think he's going to have under 10 rushes. I think they go James Robinson heavy this <sighs> week. He's going to have like six to seven rush attempts, uh, 50 yards, and a touchdown on the ground, and one receiving touchdown as well. Down. All right. Before I do this, I need to make sure my math checks out. So I had Trevor having three touchdowns. So that's 21. So I have 10 points. So I have one touchdown to give here. Um, I'm going to go ETN. I'm going to go ETN has eight carries for 51 yards. And I think he's going to catch four passes for. 31 yards and a touchdown. It's a good day, good day at the office. Yes, I see him on game for ETN. Bounce back game. Yes, sir. He's going to catch all four passes, four for four. No drops. There you go. All right. Now for the final prediction, just pick any player you want, offense, defense, and give their stat line. Sean. All right. I got. Andrew Wingard. I was replacing, say you, can't do, you can't do Wingard anymore. I got Andrew Wingard replacing Rayshon Jenkins in the third quarter because Rayshon gets burnt toast by Michael Pittman. And then uh, I got Andrew Wingard having three tackles and one interception that seals the W. Now, if he if he comes off the bench and has a pick, <laughs> that'd be unbelievable. <laughs> It'll it'll be a pick that's thrown right to him though. That's the only way he picks it off. <laughs> hey, I'll take it. I'll take it. However, I can get it. All right, Eric, who's yours? Does it have to be uh, on the Jags? If you want to predict for the Colts, go ahead. I I want to predict Jonathan Taylor because I think that's who they're gonna feed the ball to all game. So this right is like now. predicting the run defense. Yeah. Um. Because they gave Jonathan Taylor the ball 31 times last game. So For good reason. For a good reason. He gets another 30-plus carries. Um, definitely 100 yards and two touchdowns. Oh. Yeah. All that money Damn. we spent on run defense. Nothing to show for it. <laughs> Back in the league, good luck stopping him. I'm going to go Trayvon Walker. I think Trayvon is going to have four tackles, one tackle for loss, one sack. Something to keep in mind for this game 
is that Matt Ryan is a lot more stationary than exactly. Carson Wentz is. So, and their tackles are kind of ass. Yeah, they were they were they were, the they were pretty bad last concerned. week. Anyway, their, their their tackles, both of them were pretty bad last week. Yes, so Trey, Trayvons. If Josh Allen can't get nothing going this game, bro, I, I need some sacks. I need some consistent pressure. Give me some. the edges were good last week, in my opinion. He was. I say he was decent. I mean, yeah, he had the forced fumble, but other than that, he really wasn't. He had a tackle for loss, a forced fumble, and he had that twenty-five percent pass rush win rate. Yeah, but the pass rush run rate didn't really show nothing. And then Trayvon had the one sack, the one interception. They both made plays, but they both weren't there the entire time. I just want Josh Allen to dominate. At this point in his career, he should be dominating. Seventh overall pick, dominate. He's got a good edge rusher opposite now. Dominate. That's all I'm asking. And I don't like to look ahead, but Matt Ryan this week, you have Herbert and Jalen Hurts. So they're going to have their work cut out for them, chasing those guys around. Play play Trayvon at uh at QB spy. Honestly. Play either him or you know you could put Lloyd at spy. Muma. Muma should be playing, in my opinion, over Lloyd because Lloyd to work on his tackling because Curtis Samuel ate him up. Him and Darius Williams. Yeah, Muma had or not Muma. Lloyd had like eleven tackles this week. Yeah, but most of them were down the field. Yep. <laughs> All right, now that we've got all that out of the way, just a couple of viewer questions, which, you know, we never named this segment, but I kind of thought of it. Well, I didn't think of it. I saw it. Every time that I tweet asking for questions, Patrick, he quotes it with Q-Vol. So I'm like, oh. Q-Vol? Yeah. So I'm like, like oh, that's actually okay. that's not a bad name. So thanks, Patrick. We're going to call it that from now on. <laughs> but first, Pat, first question is from Patrick. It's like a two-part question. Of course. Give us your top three players to watch during the college football season who will be in the next NFL draft. Uh, so Ooh. we'll go ahead and answer that one first. I'm going to say. Let's all Gervon give. He said, hold on. He said top three, right? Yes. All right. Everybody give one. Gervon Dexter, defensive tackle, Florida. Why? Because. Homer, you're such a homer. <laughs> it's, hey, Sean. I love Gervon Dexter. He is the, 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 the silverback gorilla. Yeah, that is, his, his emoji is always the silverback gorilla. So it's like anytime he makes a play, I text Sean, I say, cue the emoji, and he Not sends always. the gorilla emoji. Yeah, dude, that, that guy's a monster. But, he's, like yeah. my, he's like my defensive tackle four right now. The, the defensive tackle class is crazy, but he's like 6'6", 310 pounds. He's going to run a sub four uh, or sub five second 40, not sub four, sub five second 40. <clears throat> it, he's made plays, so I think you just keep your eye on him. Um, I'm going to go Marvin Harrison Jr. from Ohio State, He's even though I hate this year. He, I thought he was a redshirt sophomore or something like that. No, this is his second year. Okay, well, I'm going to go Jordan Addison from USC, only because we need a receiver, I think another one. And Mar Marvin Jones will probably be gone after this season. Pretty sure. Right. Is uh, KJ Jefferson going into the draft? Uh, I, mean... I, think he, I think he should be. Yeah, I think he's like a senior this year or something like that. I think Arkansas has slept on this year, so look out for Arkansas quarterback, dual threat guy, Jalen Hurts esque. He has a he has a play style. He he has a he's like a I've always said this. He's like a CVS uh, Cam Newton. Like he has the same huh. play style. Not everybody can be Cam Newton, man. All right. 
Yeah, I mean, as soon as you jokingly said AR-15 was Cam Newton after being no. so... Ri- you no. jokingly said it. Okay, yeah, I jokingly said it only because everybody was you, you would not even jokingly You wouldn't even jokingly say it before, but then after he played well against Utah, you jokingly said it. And then he, then, then he plays Kentucky. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be a homer for Eric. I'm going to go Joey Porter Jr., cornerback out of Penn State with my next one. He was He was clamps the first two weeks, so... Watch him this week against Auburn. Hmm. Okay, I'm going to go cornerback DJ Turner for the Jaguars. I, I think we're going to get him. No, no we're going to get him. That's what I'm saying. We're going to draft him. Uh, I, I'm trying to – I'm picking players that I want us to get next year. He's from Michigan, and uh, I think he's just extremely underrated. I don't think he gets talked about enough. But when the ball goes his way, it's usually incomplete. Hmm. And y'all are college football analysts, huh? I don't know college football defenses. Oh, you can pick anybody, any player yeah. you want. Will Anderson, I'll give you an easy one. <laughs> I was going to say Will Anderson. Because he made that, didn't he make that game saving touchdown against Texas? Or he made a very important tackle in the Texas game. Yeah, I think he made like a tackle for a loss. I remember him yeah, getting he, a lot, of, a lot of flags. He got a lot of penalties that game. <laughs> yeah. He kept going across the line, but Nick Saban's probably got him doing up downs all practice. Probably. He probably has the whole team doing up downs for like hours, <laughs> especially <laughs> after they did the horns down. Right. He was fuming. All right, number three. Who should I go with? Um, I'll let Sean have this because I need to think for a second. I'm going to go with uh, Will Levis, quarterback. Oh, you're sickening from Kentucky. You're a... You're sick. You're <laughs> sick. Definitely going to be a first-round draft pick. Uh, probably, I would say, probably top 20. Um You're sick. Good arm, good mobility. I think he'll be a future NFL starter, definitely. I uh, He went to Penn State, but I thought he uh, fell off a little bit. Yeah, I think, I think he's talented, but I don't think he's proven enough for me yet. Um, sure. You know what? Just keep watching. Keep watching Anthony Richardson. Do I think he's as good he, after last week? I need to see him rebound, but like he's intriguing because his talent is crazy. So just watch Anthony Richardson. There, have it. I mean, we're gonna watch him, but I watched him last week. So you know what that makes me angry. He played so good against Utah, and then we play Kentucky, and K- the Kentucky game was the highest-watched game all year. I'm like, why? <laughs> why? Uh, I'm going to say, I don't, know, I don't even know if he's going to the draft, but Oklahoma, the uh, Ohio State running back is... A- Henderson? I think he's a sophomore, but, uh, yeah, he's crazy good. All right. The next part of the question is also what's what was your favorite non-Jags play of NFL's Week One specific play? Uh, I don't know. Um, um, I mean, some of the throws like Justin Herbert had that seed right over some defenders. Uh, Patrick yeah. Mahomes had a similar one to Kelsey that was a seed right over a couple of heads. I can't think of any plays that stood out. I was too busy being demoralized. <laughs> Pretty much. I like uh, Josh Allen's goal line reach. That just oh, like, yeah. oh yeah, 
feel like that set the tone for his season because he was hyped that whole game. Like he just wanted to be on that field and beat the Rams' ass. So I yep. think the touchdown where he reached over the pylon or the goal line, I think that set the tone for like the rest of the year, honestly. Yeah, they're going to be unstoppable. All right. So oh. this will, oh, what? Hey, every play on the Rams. Say that one more time. I said he was making every play on the Rams against yeah, the Rams. Yeah. yeah, the Bills are going to be unstoppable unless somebody hires Urban Meyer as a consultant. Facts. Oh, my Lord. All right. So this next one is a link. He sends his weekly over-unders. He gave us the records after last week. Uh, I'm six and two. Sean is five and three. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, over-under 250 passing yards. I think all of us said over on that. Yeah, over. James Robinson, 75 rushing yards. I'm going to go over. 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 He's getting 100. Facts. Wasn't his breakout game against – was his breakout game his rookie year against the Titans, or was it – It was the Colts. I believe he hurdled the guy. Yeah, it was, it was the Colts because I remember Jags <clears throat> at home. Yeah, it was game one. I still miss Jags at home. First game. Yeah, it was first game. And I was like, Leonard Fournette, who? <coughs> Facts. Right. All right, Matt Ryan, one and a half turnovers. Uh, I'm going to say under. I think he has one pick, and that's it. Yeah, I'm going to go under as well. I think he has a pick and a fumble. Okay, so I'll that's two. It. I'll take it. Jags, half a missed field goal over under. I don't know how you could half miss a field goal, but. Well, it's just, is he going to miss <laughs> one or not miss one? I know. Um, I'm going to say over. 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 I'm going to go over. I don't trust the field goal unit. Only because that miss last week was so bad. <laughs> like, it was just bad because it was so close. <laughs> Jonathan Taylor, 100 yards rushing. I'm going to go under. Over. I, I, have to, I have to switch one up. We've all done the same. Well, actually, yeah. he, Eric did go over on the Matt Ryan turnovers, but I'm going to go under yeah. just because. First one to take. <laughs> yeah, I'm pounding the over on John Taylor, bud. Kirk, 75 yards receiving. Over. Over. Yes, over. Pittman, 75 receiving yards. Over. Under. Over. That's Who his else only... are they throwing to, Sean? I think our corners match up really well. I think he's going to be shut down. I hope so. And then, final one, Jags, three touchdowns. Uh, over. Over. I got like five, four or five. I think I had him getting three, so I don't know how to, how to score that one. Uh, push. 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 <laughs> 30 points. Technically, we could get some field goals, but no, we're getting the touchdowns. Yeah, I had him 31, so I had Trevor Lawrence alone having three touchdowns, so. Yeah. Either way, hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the podcast. It was great having you on, Eric. Yes, thanks for having me, y'all. I'm looking forward to this game Sunday. Let's get a W. Yes, sir. Yes, we sir. Need, we need this. You going to eat a W like Jameis Winston? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, let's go. Yes, sir. All right. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the podcast. We'll catch you guys next time. Peace.